Sankarshan Joshi trip. Hello, Vaishak. <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for What's doing up? this, man. Yeah, yeah, no issues. I mean, like it's fun talking to you anyway. So yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty excited actually. So I was like, offline conversations with Vaishak are so fun. So let me do the online version of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I love podcasts because it's like a very unfiltered version of yourself, yeah. I guess. Because yeah, nothing is scripted. Uh, yeah, and like even when you want to, like if you're doing a play or any performance, like you sustain it for a period of time. But podcasts, they're like really long. Yeah. So like. uh even if like you try really hard to present a version of yourself for like a long time you will break sometimes and like you know yeah you will see your biases come out and stuff yeah and so also and also like whenever i'm nervous i'm like this is going to be a long recording so people <laughs> might not listen so it's okay chill so yeah like that's you tell I that say, to yourself you know? or you're telling me chill no no like i say that to myself when i become like extremely okay. conscious or okay. something i'm like okay like calm calm the fuck down it's okay okay how are you doing vaishak yeah i'm okay dude i mean uh college has picked up like you know it got really intense for like the last two weeks and stuff like yeah we were doing nothing for the past 3 months and then suddenly obviously you know everything that was supposed to happen with Yeah, everything happened. There was one round of you know arguing with the college, and then there was one round of acceptance. Yeah. Everything happened. You know, all five stages: anger, denial, acceptance. <laughs> everything happened. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, what stage so, are you yeah, on yeah. now? <laughs> I'm. I think I'm at acceptance. No, I'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah, acceptance and moving on phase. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the lockdown? Yeah, apart from that, yeah. How did uh, lockdown? I mean, yeah. uh, initially, like it was uh, initially for like the first week, I didn't know what was going on, <laughs> and like yeah, yeah like I don't know what was happening. But then, like you know, April, May was horrible. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like it was for everyone. I'm sure. Yeah, like all. I experimented with all sleep schedules: sleeping at twelve in morning, waking up at eight, then sleeping at eight in the morning, waking up at five, sleeping at five, waking up at two. All like you know, like one complete all sleep cycles happened. But also, yeah, like pretty, happened. did you have that phase where you're like, I'm gonna quit social media now? Phase? No, no. Oh, I mean, God. like, uh, uh, yeah, like a lot of people, like you know, I need a detox. <laughs> Yeah. All all of that happens, yeah. But I was like, uh, I'm too scared to quit on one end. Like one side, like I'm I'm scared because what will I miss out? Like I have huge FOMO that way. Yeah. What am I gonna miss out? But then, like even if I stay on, I know that like nothing's happening. Like it's not like I'm a very popular person, and like I'm gonna miss something. Both sides are not there. Yeah, so it's one end. Like I'm scared that I'll miss something if I quit social media, and on the other end, it's like. I don't mind. Like it's not doing. I'm what not that scared of missing out. Anyway. Like, what are you scared of missing out on social media? I don't know, dude. Because uh, I've been like thinking about this a lot recently. Uh, which is that uh, now, like especially like after social media became a huge thing, and 
yeah. right? Like especially post Facebook and now Instagram, right? Uh, it's like we all have two versions of ourselves. One's yeah. the one we present online. That's like the social media, our online uh, presence. Yeah. And then presence. there's our offline. There's like yeah. this offline presence. And like, if you think about it, you know, we know that there is no relation to who we are yeah. online and who we are offline because one person can be like, have the, uh, have like yeah. aviators on standing in front of you, Mr. <laughs> T and be like, my, my life, my rules or whatever. But yeah. then if you, if you meet him in person, he'll be like the sweetest person that you can ever yeah. think of. Yeah. And like, yeah. And like those who like on online, who seem very intellectual and like, you know, have all of these uh, brilliant thoughts, real life, when you speak with them, you're like, ah, Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, like, like that gap. I thought you to be someone else, but now I'm talking yeah. about someone else. Like, give me two minutes. I need to recover. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, what we uh, end up doing is like when we see a person's Instagram account, like a lot of things happen in our brain. Like we yeah. we judge them from their DP to their bio to who they follow, how many people they're following. the caps lock also, like what type of cases they're using in their bio. Yeah. That that like, you know, like, are they, is their grammar proper over there? Yeah. Are they like, you know, putting one space and exclamation mark or like without a space is an exclamation mark. Or two, two, three, three, four, four exclamation mark. Yeah. All of that. So yeah, it's like, I've been like, you know, teaching myself to, you know, not. Uh, judge a person by their social media yeah. because there's so much that we don't know and like we just see a version of themselves yeah uh, but yeah so like it's since like i'm telling that you know it's like we, in our brain we're thinking that uh social media it's like it's a it's a it's another world basically yeah true so what are you going to miss out if you're not in that world is the fear so even what, what the ce- celebrity gossips also like did something Partially, uh, like you are, uh, you're excited to know like what's happening on your feed and also like whatever is happening in the society. So like, yeah, yeah like you want to stay updated and also like the most fucked up part about Instagram is like when you look at the pattern from which like how we moved, do you remember Orkut? No, I was too young then. Like my uncle was using Orkut. I, was I remember Orkut. And are and I'm just one year older to you. Like you I, know, I, like I that. Orkut, you, I'm telling that I'm, I was not on Orkut. No, yeah, yeah, even I was not on Orkut. So uh, like, what happened was uh, from Orkut to Facebook to Instagram, uh, like like interfaces of social media, they're becoming much more easier to use. So like they're becoming the part of our lives very easy. Like, like we don't yeah. actually have to uh, like change the way how we are uh, doing things. It's just like it just subtly moves in. And also, uh, like I see this pattern, like everybody before sleeping, like they, like they have to go through that loop. Like in Instagram, like you keep watching those posts, like you go into one segment and then you keep watching the same post and it never ends. And you are just like, you're yeah, forcing it's, it's, yourself. You open WhatsApp, you, you open WhatsApp, you check what all messages you have. Okay. No, yeah. no, nothing's there. Go to Instagram. And then like, it sometimes it so happens that like I open Instagram, I close it and then like I open Instagram again, like just like half a second difference. Like I just yeah. close the app I'm opening it again. Yeah. And also sometimes I you went don't to even talk know. with my friend. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So I went. I went to. Uh, I know. I met my friend Samarth. You know him, right? Samarth Ashwin. Yeah, yeah. Like we were uh, talking about this itself. So like, uh, we were talking. Like yeah, we we were really engaged and we were like having a fun time. And then just I got a call. Okay, I opened that call. Like I just you know uh, got on the call. In that like five seconds, he had opened his phone. It opened Instagram was on. Okay, <laughs> and then like that happened. And then like later he got a call. And in those five seconds, I had opened my phone and I was on Instagram. So it's like, are we that yeah. afraid to like just be with ourselves for a while? I mean, no, I think it's not small... about. Uh, uh, like I think you're not afraid. It's just that um, it's the muscle memory, like the tapping and scrolling. Like it's it it becomes so such a huge part. Like this is the third time I'm talking on the podcast about this this particular segment. Like first I spoke to my sir, like we were talking about like attention span and then this thing came and then I was talking to a therapist, like which is the th- third podcast. And then I mentioned, then again, I'm mentioning it here. Like it's so easy. I like just tapping and scrolling. It's it, it has become such a muscle memory. Like sometimes, um, like even when you're anxious or even when you're um, like outside, you're nervous. Like you, like you want to tap something like that's when you open um, social media or like Instagram and then scroll, scroll, scroll. Like, yeah, like it's yeah, so like, up, uh, like, uh, this, uh, speaking of like muscle memory is that like, you know, there was this huge rage in the design community when like Google redesigned all of their logos Yeah. and everyone was like, everything looks like the same. So like, I don't know what is what now. Yeah. Right. So like that muscle memory, like when they changed their logos, like people were so confused. Like, <laughs> The logo is looking so different. Where do I go to? Like, yeah, that that's like so much. Like, hands are like, where do I tap? Like, my fingers are full paranoid yeah. now. Where do I go? Yeah. Why do they do that, man? Like, this is second time. Like during the lockdown, this is second time the Google has changed the entire their their design set. Research more about it, but yeah, it, it's like basically all the same colors and same style of design. Yeah, I know, but why are they doing it? Like, have you seen the current design? Like, it sucks. Like, it's not good. Like, their previous versions were better. Why? Uh, yeah, lockdown, they're also bored. They have to do something, <laughs> no? I'm like, yeah, let's mess with <laughs> people now. Yeah, like, Kanar da Nerti wala kai kadi tai deta. Like, they were itching. It was itching. Something or the other we have to do. No, they didn't have any job today. I'm like, people, okay, do something now. Okay, we don't have anything to do. Let's change the design of the icons. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really crazy. Like the whole social media wave that's happening. I have so, okay. So a lot of people whom I know, they're like, okay, like the detox session, detox phase that you said, I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit social media for a while now. Okay. You can straight away quit. Like you don't have to put a story saying I'm going to quit now. So if you want to do anything, like either WhatsApp me or DM. Like that's really annoying. No, but that's what I'm telling. No, it's on one end. Uh, it's like, it's another world basically. Yeah. So chances are there's like, honestly, like there is uh, a possibility that you will miss something. Right. I mean, oh, come I on, mean, dude. Like if I'm missing out on miss, what? Wishing so a person curious. happy birthday. Oh, that, like, okay. Okay. That's understandable. Like yeah. it can be something as, as, as small as like forgetting to wish someone a happy birthday mm. or like, you know, like it's a very powerful thing because like, uh, uh, my, uh, there was a dog which was injured near my house. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And like I was trying everywhere, like I didn't know what to do. And all I had to do was like, I put up a story that like, I need help. Like, can anyone give me numbers? I need help. I need guidance on what to do. And then like so many people reached out to responded, me. Yeah. Like yeah, that's a like, plus about so, social media. Right. So, I mean, like we can like talk about the positives and negatives, but it's, it's just that like, yeah, it's a, it's a whole new world. And yeah. Like going off from it is all, it's, it's kind of scary because yeah. what can you miss? Even though you won't miss anything, maybe like it's still, it's a fear. It's a very valid fear. Yeah. I think so. That's why like some mm-hmm. people, uh, they don't like deactivate their accounts. They just uninstall the app. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they're still there, but they're just not using it. Type. Yeah. So even I had that phase where I didn't deactivate, like I just, uh, like I just uninstalled. The reason why I uninstalled is uh, like every time we are having a good moment in our life or like maybe like we did something or we are looking good. There is a constant pressure like it, like inside that. Okay, show this to people. Like you look good now, like show this to people. I mean, like this is very subtle. So I am not a very uh, like huge fan of social media or I'm not like a big addict, social media addict. But like I question this to myself. I'm like, there is a subtle, like it's there somewhere, like bottom of your head that like you want people to know like when you're having, okay. Like imagine why shark now, uh, uh, like all of a sudden you've become like, you're doing something like something is happening in your life. Like you are uh, like, you are more inclined towards putting it on social media. Like in the sense that, and when you keep questioning yourself, like, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? Like it all comes down to a point like, okay, like you want to show it to people. Like that's the truth. Like even I want to do that. Like I'm accepting, but like the deep, like when you keep questioning, like that's where you land. It's, it's not, yeah. More of showing it to people. It's like what we do in real life is what we do for ourselves. And what we do online is like a validation for what we just did. Or so, maybe we try to uh, like, our social media personality is what we want to be and our offline personality is not up to to that personality and, and our pursuit is uh, making our offline personality match that. Possible. But it's just like, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, dude, I mean, uh, so uh, do you know this minimalist uh, YouTuber called Matt Diavella? Have you heard of him? No, but I've heard the term minimalist a lot on YouTube. Yeah. So he's basically this minimalist and like he makes stuff about that and philosophy and like a lot of things. Right. So he interviewed a person, like I I can't remember his name, but like he had written a book about how lonely like millennials and the 21st generation, the people in the 21st generation are. So like, uh, Matt Diavella asked him that, you know, like how has social media impacted us and uh, how has like social media made us more lonely and like, you know, uh, the person who he was talking to, who's an author. And he said that, uh, it's a complex question and it's a complex answer. A very simple answer for that would be, yes, it has made us more lonely, but like, you know, looking more deeply into the problem is that like when they conducted a survey and they asked, they asked a lot of people, uh, they asked them, uh, what the question that they asked was, 
you're in like a really tough situation or like it's a very important phase in your life or something really important is happening to you you have to go back or like you have to fall back on your friends how many friends can you list right now like that much like how how do you trust who do you trust and like the majority of the answers majority not the average the majority was zero like majority of the people told like i have no friends that i would trust in such a situation but at the same time like if you if we ask that questions to if that's the very question to ourselves is that like we also think you know like who and like we start evaluating people okay what sort of friend is he okay he's like a he's only a theater person okay this friend i only know in college uh, like yeah. we we sort of do Thanks. all of these stuff yeah right and like we we do all of this stuff and uh ultimately we we we're just not satisfied and we are not you know we don't trust anyone that much to tell that okay he's a person that i would fall back on or something nobody is so, yeah, all like, in our head though like like everything is is in our head definitely and uh uh why it's in our head is because i mean like just because it's in our head does not make it not real right mm. so see what you think is real like reality is very subjective like that's what i feel like it's a very contra contradicting uh, thought to what people know like i think that um, have you seen the truman show yeah so in that he says uh, people believe uh, there is a there's an awesome line like he says i'm i'm having a hard time re- to recollect it but he says that uh, we accept the reality with which we we are presented and uh, see like for a color blind person uh, like if he can't see a certain color f- to him that is reality so for us if we can see something it is our reality and if you go like if you dig deeper like everything that you see like you are thinking that it is uh, l- like you're creating that like basically like that's what i feel like everything l- like me talking to you or everything like it's just a illusion or of reality that we have created do i make sense okay. like do you like are you understanding like i know like i like i'm very uh, i'm having a hard time to explain this but like no no, no. I, i i i totally get it like we've been in a uh, house for like what 9 months now almost mm. almost 9 months right yeah and there were days like when i would wake up and like i'd be like was this a dream or like did i actually experience this because like just being in like one place and yeah i mean we do question reality like our like there are studies that say that uh, our memories can like change over time they won't stay true no and, like, like it's not don't about know what memory the future is so like uh, like with with respect to memory right mm-hmm. like memories do change like if you are put in a situation where uh, uh, like you've been told that the memory uh, like you can change that like the perspective of it like you can add different perspective to that memory uh, uh which have you seen sherlock robert downey junior or benedict cumberbatch hello I, i can i can only see your glass is still in your mouth <laughs> yeah now i can see your face for a long period of time all i could see was your when did face. that happen yeah like i think internet was unstable fuck this zoom man 
like this is the most annoying part to be yeah, honest for you yeah like because like i'll have to go yeah. back editing and i love to break my head i love to see i have two contradicting thoughts like i want to keep everything real and show people that okay here's where the video got stuck <laughs> and, and the other part of me people don't have time to look at like like stuck images no uh that way like you can edit it and like present the best version to the people right you're not presenting a false version you're just presenting the best version so i think it's fine to edit it's not like uh, you're deep faking yeah. over my face and like uh, making me tell something different but yeah. i'm going to make you sharukh khan okay okay like coming back <laughs> to the point coming back to the point uh like have you seen benedict cumberbatch sherlock series yeah yeah in that growing up uh, uh like he's a dog right like so yeah so he thinks that it's his dog for a long period of time and later on like when he grows up he realizes that it was not a dog like it was his friend and red beard no red beard right yeah i don't know the name but like when you think about it yeah uh, the episode spoiler alert where like his sister oh <laughs> uh, Uh, like, him in the well, right? Comes, yeah. So, like, what I, the point I'm trying to make here is that with memory also, like, it's all about perspective. Like, like for example, like if uh, someone bullied me in school, and I have, and that impacted me in a certain way, and I have, a, I have one perspective on it, and as I grow, either that perspective changes, or I start to look different. Uh, different incidences like like instead like different directions of the same incident like maybe he didn't mean to bully me like that was just a mistake or something like that like growing up like you tend to uh, like see things differently right like maybe then the perspective changes then like then you start to think that okay like whatever uh, that impact that that had on me like it didn't make sense actually like me feeling insecure or something like it didn't make sense so like things change so that way like coming back to the point that like reality right like it changes like it's it's not constant it's subjective yeah for sure yeah for sure uh there's something called uh the reykjavik files so uh i don't know uh, I'm, i'm not i don't know if i'm telling that properly but uh this is like a uh a case in iceland so in iceland like the population is like at that time this was during 1975 1976 so in 1975 76 uh the population of iceland was like 2.2 lakh like not more than people not more than that so that's like that's, a really that's, small that's really small like bangalore itself has like <laughs> as like ba- ba- the ba- population of bangalore is almost like 100 icelands right yeah so uh like the population is really low back then so because that and like a lot of open area so whatever the, the crime rate was also like really low mm. even now there's like probably one or two big crimes in iceland okay so back then like 1975 one dude disappeared <laughs> okay like he like he went to a bar like uh, had a I dance and party i don't know why i'm laughing but yeah like i don't know where this is going yeah, like, yeah okay But yeah like he had a he went to a pub yeah he, he he like danced and stuff and then like he just went missing after a while like some people told like they could see him hitchhiking on the street like he was all like you know drowsy and like he was uh, 
doing that but like he went missing and then the next year another dude uh, he also went missing like he was he got a call some some soldiers but like he also went missing police were like what two people are <laughs> so quick like in the past 20 years two people have disappeared now in like two years two people disappeared so like they couldn't number one they couldn't find the bodies okay but like they went missing and then like now there was like pressure to solve the case right full media so what they like yeah and like people were getting scared and what not so uh they uh, found some suspect it was like one person and his girlfriend like they were like they were already involved in some crimes and they had like already pulled some scams in their office and and stuff so like they were there and then like the papa they got this girl into the interrogation room and in the inter- in the interrogation room they were they were like talking about that crime okay the crime which she had scammed in her office like the place she worked at she scammed them of some money and they were questioning her about that and then like after like 2 3 days of questioning at the end like she gave in like yeah i i i did scam some money and like yeah, i'm guilty so police was like okay cool <laughs> by the way have you seen the photo of the person who went missing like have you seen this person and like you know like papa what she thought was so many days tough interrogation happened now let me just give the answer that they want they let me go she told yes and police were like yes she is guilty take her in holy shit <laughs> yeah yeah and then like after that like they told and then uh, what she started telling was uh, that yeah like um, i remember in my house holy my boyfriend yeah she started yeah, she murdered him not stories up like she could actually like you know like what, what initially what she told was like this is be- what the story point of this story is that solitary confinement can do stuff to you <laughs> like we were talking about what reality is and what not right yeah, so yeah. like we can come start coming up with our own version so like she told like you know that day they told like the day he went missing do you hear something and like yeah she told like <laughs> i was sleeping and then outside the window i heard his voice or something like that she told and that was enough for them to like you know take her into solitary confinement and there like you know she told something happened the bed sheet was missing so my boyfriend murdered her and along with uh, her boyfriend like three of his friends murdered this person and then like they got those four people arrested put them in solitary confinement and then like, they started questioning them and then the second person he told my teacher in school like we <laughs> both of them both of us did something was together was it all and, made up or was this real uh, no one knows like uh in the detectives in the police side they were like they're giving official statements so like from our end at least the case is solved no 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 like the people who are being interrogated hmm. like were they oh, still making... a mystery oh uh, we don't know if that's true or not because the bodies were never found that's crazy right and like they kept them in solitary confinement for like 200 300 400 all the way till 700 days imagine just one cell where <coughs> when they like weren't allowed to sleep they were drenched in buckets and you know you'll drown if you don't answer oh, now these are all like torture. proven yeah yeah it's like proven interrogation techniques but still the police to like get answers out of them and yeah on the police side they were like okay if they give official statements at least the modern this case is solved mm. and the and those people who were getting interrogated 
the criminals they were like okay let me just tell what they want they leave me because mm. solitary confinement is one thing jail is one thing right yeah. so like I, let me just tell let them at least put me in jail and i'll be like okay yeah. there that's fucked so, up yeah so like i know like the case has been reopened and like it's been like why you know, isn't this a web series <laughs> it's possible but like uh, a lo- lot of like psychologists and uh, people who studied like uh, it's called false confessions like people making oh. up scenarios in their head and confessing that and Actually, that, yeah that's fucked up because uh, see confessing is one way of therapeutic treatment right so like confessing or like having that level conversation and if you are lying at a confession that means you're fucked at a deeper level like like if like psychiatrist like a group of psychiatrists should come and they need to work on you yeah and like uh, to all the, the viewers who have made it till this point <laughs> whenever i <laughs> whenever i narrate stories i'm i'm like sorry because i might not remember the specific details properly the names properly but uh it will be true to certain extent <laughs> so you so you are reaffirming that this is a real story yeah it is so like i told like boyfriend girlfriend they did this one dude went missing right like that i that first so of that boyfriend has like, a name that girlfriend has a name yeah. that that dude has a name so i don't know yeah. so, so that's what you said the names are like anna gun's daughter gun's gogger or something all of those icelandic slavic names they have but yeah and i think all the like when when this was happening in iceland i think all the news channels had highest trp because that's the only entertainment that they got people are like oh something is <laughs> happening in yeah. our city now we are going to be famous we're going to be on media in other countries Yeah, it's in- interesting like a lot of like we just started talking about realities and like we came till this story which is like proven that our brain we don't understand our brain and like so much can happen yeah i think we as humans we are beyond brains you know like we are beyond uh, intelligence we are beyond uh, this body like that's what i'm more inclined towards these days like during lockdown like like one of the major things that i have experienced in this lockdown is that uh, is to uh, like not be excited or uh, like initial phases uh, like when i was really bored of this lockdown like i wanted to go back to how things were normal like i wanted to go back to college i want to have fun uh, like i want to drink why am i so during that phase uh, all like every day i was pushing with that hope like okay one day i'm going to go back one day i'm going to go back and then one day i said to myself and i said okay like what if uh, college ends and this lockdown is like it's been extended to a larger extent so then i said and then i made myself less excited so that's about, when i st- about like going like back to college yeah i mean see okay. like i don't want to be like very excited in life or like too sad like when i'm very excited that is when i'm defining the peak and and whenever anything i'm lower than that like the graph is downhill so if i'm not defining that that graph like that point then there is no high or low point right like i'm just trying to like moderately live like i don't want any emotional fluctuations so initially like that's how my like my quarantine started like that's how i was uh, 
like try yeah, like i said no acceptance right yeah and no but acceptance on a another level because um, see i don't know or like what changes like i think that people are not going to be the same like when the lockdown ends like they're not going to be the same either they're going to like that, that that is for sure like because there is so much time that you got to reflect on yourself that uh, like you know like what's best for you now like sometimes like when you are in a toxic relationship or toxic friendship you've got a time uh, to yourself and you know like what's best for you or what's not so maybe when you go back like you will take better decisions for yourself like that's what i'm hoping for everybody yeah one way or the other because lockdown like didn't you know present us with something new it's just that everything was there around us we were just forced to confront it when lockdown started yeah like i knew i had these issues like i had some in you know personal issues which i had to figure out but i just didn't like when college was there because i was distracting myself i had one routine like i couldn't think i had to wake up then like come home and just some busy. college yeah uh, busy as in busy or like something or the other was happening yeah something was happening basically uh but then like once lockdown started like yeah where do you run from now like you know you're confronted with everything yeah and like that's true with the world as well right so like when uh the george floyd you know police brutality case happened people told that yo you're not seeing racism for the first time now yeah all of this was happening for happening. years together it's just that we have cameras now and like social, social media, media to show this no and right? and so, also even at this point of time there are a lot of cases which didn't come to limelight like they were just put under the rug while cleaning everything like like no, like maybe they didn't reach out to this point yeah but uh like when when the lockdown initially started like yeah we were just forced to confront all of this head on we got to see like what what are our worst tendencies you got a caller yeah that's so annoying like i'm using my mobile phone's camera one second okay this is so annoying <laughs> welcome to asankashan joshi trip everyone i'm <laughs> asankashan joshi and i'll be your podcast host for today with us we have the very talented vaishak that and we'll be talking about a lot of stuff we're going to start off with some deep psychological and some uh, analytic uh, stuff about people I'm back with my shitty camera. No, go back. No, what's the problem? I don't know. Like I'm recording. Like so, I don't know. Like something's fucked. You're like, oh, is there like a third person? No. No, there's no third person. No, I'm recording this Zoom call. Yeah, you were. But that Zoom was on your phone, right? No, I was using my mobile phone. camera in the zoom oh, so that option is there so like you can use your phone as an external camera yes i'm presenting oh, myself oh. in different realities bhai shak that hey go back to your phone no what's the issue i don't know like i'll have to something's fucked but yeah go back like take take 2 minutes and figure it out no no it's okay it's okay we can roll okay yeah Maybe like oh the Sankarshan we saw for like the first half an hour was cuter than like what happened to him? No, that's my social media, Sankarshan, and <laughs> this is my 
reality shitty webcam sankarshan yeah so what were we talking about yeah so like lockdown like when yeah. it started it's just that like yeah it forced us to be with uh, us and like no see, i think bring, we were all at all luxury see everybody like who's saying this including myself that we got a time to reflect on ourselves or we got a time to be better human beings all that that means that we have a luxurious life there yeah, are a lot of yeah, people it's, it's like who, yeah it's a privilege it's a privilege yeah that, that's a better word so like we are at a privilege like we need to make use of this like so, i mean like, like the very fact that i had time to you know think about uh, uh what are my personal problems and not worry about having a doctor in my house who's like going for covid duty every day like especially in the beginning when like people didn't know what it was yeah right like it was so scary back then now we know that like you know this is no this you know what like, happened in the morning today our maid came so so i have a old person living in our home so we ought to be uh, a little bit <laughs> cautious so now so we have the sanitizer spray and we spray all around her like on her clothes and today when my mom went to do that she's like corona na hai kuch bhi nahi hai like there is no corona like people are just freaking out and i was sleeping and i was saying that to myself like are you doctor like what are you <laughs> yeah right so like that phase like you know like maybe a lot of people lost their jobs we were students and like Uh, so we were at least happy that exams have been cancelled. Macha, direct pass, no. <laughs> like that was there. No bags. Yeah, that was like I got my highest GPA by not writing my ESS. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's really so, cool. So, uh, so yeah, I guess it's definitely a privilege for sure, and like we yeah. shouldn't uh, underestimate how powerful such a thing can be. Vaisha, what are your thoughts on uh, like spirituality? Like, what do you like? What are you more spiritually inclined towards? Like, are you uh, like like do you consider yourself to be like spiritually uh, like interested? Oh, uh, definitely. Um, let me be. Uh, let me just think for a second and tell. <laughs> I'm very interested about thinking. Like I. I tend to think a lot, and it's irritating at, at some points because there are sometimes where, like, you know, just want to shut off and just mm-hmm. let things be. But like, I go into like a very analytic, yeah, you know, where like I analyze everything, think every action, every things. step that you do, yeah, yeah, and like you, you would have obviously seen these things when, yeah. like, you know, when <laughs> yeah, you would have seen I've it. Seen so you're like a part of it, yeah, yeah. So. uh that way spirituality like am i do i believe that god exists uh questionable yes in no not questionable uh i think that i can define who my god is yeah. that's what i think that's true it's yeah. uh do i worship idols yes i do because i choose to worship in them not because there's i've been forced to do that yeah so like i Uh, for me like i i love uh, stories right yeah. and i love storytelling i love stories all of that and like i grew up with all of the stories around us where ramayana mahabharata right so like when they tell worship uh, krishna right 
I know Krishna who who Krishna is in the Mahabharata. Like what sort of person is he? Uh, how did he guide Arjuna during the war? What are like his teachings? Who is he as a person? And I choose to worship that version. That of version him. of it, yeah. Right, and lot of things. So spirituality, yes. I I I want to look more, you know, uh, deeply into it. And yeah, so like I've uh, I've been read uh, de- uh, I've been reading about. Uh, uh not spirituality as such but why their uh, uh psychologists uh research into mythological stories so mm. when we think about like mythology and stuff right maybe from the bible or like our own versions there's like the greek version there's like the roman version there's like the middle eastern egyptian version like when you like look into all of this mythology there's always stories of the hero right mm. one hero who has to go into the unexplored path there like he has to face the unexplored reality and there he has to sacrifice a bit of himself yeah so like the thing like if you look at all the mythological stories across all cultures there's always one common story is a story of where a hero goes into an unexplored path like he goes to something that's unexplored then he has to sacrifice his weaknesses come across a better man and face victory right hmm. in hinduism it's ramayana where rama had to like lose sita and like you know 14 years of vanvasa uh, and just staying in the jungle then going fighting rama ravana and then coming back victorious hmm. in like a uh, greek greek mythology you have hercules hercules like he goes and like he has to defeat the lion and he comes back kill the lion and come back in bible there there are stories of moses and like his disciples where like he gets the 10 commandments and then like he frees the slaves and all of that like basically there's this one common story and like it's in what and like it's not that it's a make believe story that someone wrote right it's it's thinkers of our past generations intelligent people like known people scholars they wrote this so that it could guide us because what is life right we also like we get thrown into this unexplored world hmm. we make mistakes we have to sacrifice our worst parts and like we yeah. have to come out victorious right and yeah most of the times we don't and, and that's just the truth right we are not we are not victorious all the times but such such stories keep us going i feel so yeah spirituality it's something to am i spiritual uh starting to be am i interested in spirituality yes definitely hmm. i would I like to learn more about i think it. that's much more important because uh, there is no one way to spirituality like to be honest like it is uh, there is no like a fixed formula or a fixed path which you can attain spiritual spirituality so it all and also talking about the stories right like all the make believe so valmiki wrote ramayana because he was given the consciousness in the sense that uh, narada so this is the story written in valmiki's ramayana like why valmiki's ramayana is considered to be so there are different versions of ramayana right so and to think uh, people believe that valmiki's ramayana is much more uh, Uh, holistic not very personal or not with a very personal perspective 
uh, Ramayana story that all of us have come to know is the one written by Tulsi Das, also called Rama Charitra Manas. That's the one which he wrote in uh, uh, Devanagari script. And uh, have you read Valmiki's yeah. Ramayana? Uh, little bit. I mean, like I'm not. So I have read the English translation of Valmiki's Ramayana. Like, like the exact one. Like you have like a. Sanskrit words below that you'll have English translation. No, like no, that. no, no. Like this is much more like a story, like not very, okay. uh, like not that translation. But like in that it says that uh, Narada gave uh, Valmiki the power. So he gave him the consciousness that. So Valmiki he knew uh, Ramayana like he was there from the start and end of it. So he he was given the consciousness, and that is when he started writing it. So the thing about Hindu, you know that Valmiki was like a thug, right? Like he was a thief. He was a common thief. Like I, he used I, to rob and murder people. I didn't know that. Yeah, like he was, he was, he was, he was a criminal basically. And then, like to forego that life, Narada then came and told him that you know you're better than this. And like he, they started chanting Jai Shri Ram or. Uh, that and then like he like uh, basically he sat and wrote the Ramayana in one position that an anthill grew around him. So like that's how much, yeah. So like he he was a criminal, he was, and like he left that life to become sage Valmiki. And then like later Valmiki like when Rama Sita had their fight, you know you know that story right? Yeah yeah like that's when Sita comes to. Then Sita came to. Uh, his ashram and yeah, so so that is when basically his transformative phase was like him writing Ramayana in in like inside an anthill. So that was we call that Nirvana, right? Like I don't know that I I don't know that Nirvana like going into a moksha or like the, the state the state basically like the like the conscious state. Yeah, like that's one of the hmm. thing about. Uh, uh, like Hinduism that I admire, it's not a religion. Not only Hinduism, like there's a lot of lot to learn in like lot of religions. I mean, no, see, Hinduism is not a religion. Like that's what I'm coming at. Hinduism is a way of life. Like it's not a religion. Like Sanatana Dharma, right? Like Sanatana Dharma <laughs> is a way, way of, of life. life. Don't you think so? Yeah, but Hinduism is much more broader. Like there have been like so many Hindu temples, uh, like which are found in different as like different parts of the world. So I think that uh, Hinduism existed way before people started defining caste or defining religion. So when everything was unified, like like I think it was existing from. Yeah, but yeah, that's there. But like. There's a lot to learn from all religions, is what I'm telling. Mm. All religions are like a way of life, right? And uh, religions are basically rules. So these rules are what keep you sane, um, technically speaking. I don't think. Yeah, I, definitely. I agree with you on that because, see, I have seen uh, like I like maybe like Bible, and uh, like like Muslim. Like Quran, I didn't read them, but and this is just my opinion. But I think that they come out as rules, 
and when you look at like hindu or like when you read the scriptures and all that like they don't sound like rules like when you see geeta like when you study geeta like i i've studied geeta like in this uh, uh, lockdown like a start like a little bit of it like five to six chapters and then that was very game changing like to be honest like it's very different like it, it's not so so it's a conversation like it's like arjuna is taking teachings from krishna and arjuna it's like arjuna is asking questions on behalf of all humanity so the questions are like that and uh, it's so fascinating that it didn't come out as rules like so so, so when i uh, understood or when i was like when i was very much uh, interested in geeta like when i was hooked up to it i started following i started taking all those teachings on a very personal level not by forcing myself as it is rule or as it those are rules like i didn't force myself like that like you just accept it like you know like when you are being taught something and like if you're being taught like very clearly you don't have to force yourself to remember like formulas so i think that okay. is what happened to me and i think like when you see bible or something like i've seen in a lot of movies i've seen a lot of people quote like lines from bible and say see that is what god said and that is what you're supposed to do or see that is what god said and that is what you're not supposed to do but hinduism is not like that like it's been different like that's why i'm much more so i started off at a very non religious place in my life like i was accept like i um, like i did a proper uh, muslim fast like i so i did that like during their ramzan period like i was fasting and i went to namaz uh, i went to uh, mosques i did namaz every day so i had muslim friends associated and i did that also and uh, like i started off with a very non religious place but like there is like when i started reading geeta like that is when i realized i'm like man this shit makes sense like this like actually makes sense like you cannot look like once you see it like you cannot unsee it like life yeah but I, to a certain degree it's true with all religions right okay let me uh answer you step by step fine so religions what i mean by rules is they basically teach you a way of living right and who do you think wrote all of this they were humans too like humans wrote this hmm. it's not like it like this actually happened like uh, moses wrote the 10 commandments which the christians follow like actual people wrote this valmiki vedavyasa all of them were actual people who wrote this prophet muhammad like all of them they're like gods in our eyes because what they did is something that is extraordinary or like beyond human capabilities right and what they told is something that's really beautiful and like speaking about religion is scary in like today's world but uh what they did was like they taught you a way of life your happiest like when you have a set vision a set goal a set purpose set boundaries set rules to follow on to Right, no, so like see, you're a designer. Think about see, if it. You're... When will you be more happy with your design? If I told you, no, let me let me, no, like just think about it. Like if I came and told you, design, make something, versus me coming and telling you, 
I want your design to solve this specific problem, which will be more satisfying for you. Yeah, when right? I solve a specific. So like when Anjana had that. Yeah, so like when uh, Anjana was speaking with Krishna, like Anjana's main thing was like, you know, what do I do in my life? I don't know what to do. That's what we think having freedom means the power to do anything, but that's the exact opposite. Like one shloka to, you know, summarize the entire Bhagavad Gita is the very famous karma nevadi karaste maapaneshu kadachana, right? Which what your karma states is supposed to do, you're supposed to do that. Like if you are a teacher, you're expected to teach. If you're a father, you're expected, right? Everyone has their own karma and karma basically means duty and you have to do these duties. Mm, The results are not in your hand. So like if you're a teacher, you should teach. Did the student understand it? No, that's not in your hand and you should not think about that. No, that's what he told Anjana. No, no, see, see, see. But that comes in what you define as being teacher. Like the other day, like I was having the same conversation with my dad. So like what happened is people started defining karma to their caste or religion. So people like started, like if you're born in, uh, like if you're a Brahmin, that means it is your dharma. It is your dharma to follow this way of living. Like if you are a Kshatriya, you have to because that is what said in Gita. Dharma and karma are different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like I am... Karma is duty and dharma is the righteousness. Roughly translates to righteousness. Nam dharma dharma means like it's it's like my... It's like my privilege or like it's the right... it's It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Karma is what you are meant to do. Right? Uh, but, but how do yeah, you know speak. what you are meant to do? Like right now at this day and age, like you can choose to do whatever you want, right? Definitely. That, that, that's the point. You can choose what you want to do. Hmm. And that's your karma. What you're doing is your karma. Yeah. But what you don't have control over is what you're going to, what's the outcome what, what, of that? What's the outcome of it? Yeah. Like that's the, like that's what I love about Gita. Like what kept me, like that, uh, that way of living, it's actually pretty, like pretty good because people become sad when they, or uh, when their reality doesn't meet their expectation. Like that is when people are sad. Like if you're doing like, for example, I'm doing this podcast and if people, and if I expect people to watch my podcast or if I expect to get a certain number of views, then if I don't get that, I'm sad. So, and if I'm focusing more on the doing than the result, then my life will be actually peaceful. So that is where, like, that is one key learning that I took from Gita, which I try to apply in my, like, everyday doing, like anything I'm doing, like, that's what I try to say myself. Like, I'm doing it for the sake of doing it, not because I'm going to be getting something in return when I do this. So that's super hard as well. Yeah, but really hard. Yeah, it's training, right? Like you have to train your mind. Like we have been tuned. Borderline impossible. No, see. Borderline impossible. How? How is it impossible? Okay, see. I mean, like. See, see, see. Like, yeah. You, you being on my podcast, like when you're coming here, did you have a certain expectations or like, why are you doing this? Like, did you, uh, like, did you answer this to yourself? Did did you have this question or do you have an answer in your mind of why you're doing? Yeah, I did, right? 
I kind of had like an image of what would happen. And like, you know, and like, since whatever we do, this podcast, if you're going to upload it on the internet, it's going to stay there forever. Yeah. And like, you have to be uh, careful about in a certain sense, what you're showing and what you're telling and what stays on the internet or what stays that and like, what's the outcome of it? I'm, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Hmm. It's, I mean, like, it's very hard, hard, but not impossible to be honest. Like, see, for, I think, no, for us, like normal humans, it it is impossible. It is (laughs) like, we don't, we can't bro. Like when you wish someone happy birthday, you, you think in your head, you think that he'll wish me back when it's my birthday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we are not able able to overcome such small things. What, 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 what are we talking about? about No, but you can put conscious efforts though, but you can put conscious efforts in saying that, that, okay, I'm doing this for the sake of doing this, not because I'm getting something in return. Like, see, when you say reassuring for yourself, no, see, it's reassuring uh, because like, let's say you do something. Hmm? And the results don't come in your way, right? For us, I'll take an example of plays, right? The play that we perform, hmm. we do it. And like, it, it doesn't go as ideally as we had thought it would, or like we end up making mistakes. Like you were standing out of the light, right? Hmm. I, I messed up the lighting sometimes hmm. like those things happen. And when such things happen, it's natural for us to like feel very sad and like, you know, just be in that mental phase where like, we just think about it and we're not able to overcome it. So that's when, and the reason why religions, all of these exist is that like, when we are going through such phases in our lives, we have these rules or these boundaries or these values to fall back onto. What, what did I Hmm. fall back on? We enjoyed when practicing and that's enough. That's what matters. Like the journey, like that matters. The end outcome is never in our hands, right? Yeah. It's it's just comforting and reassuring for ourselves. And that's why. And yeah. we can see this happen in a lot of places, right? I guess like if, if we didn't know about this, we'd be in like an eternal state of confusion and not knowing what to do. No, I think that that is when you, you would be in eternal state, but I don't think that would be confusion. See, it's not confusion. Honest. It's just angst. It's just like, Anger. Can you, can you not do anything for a while? Like in a sense, like days together or something, can you not do anything? Is it possible for you? One way or the other, I will be doing something, but like in hmm. what, like, you know, traditional terms, productive. Yeah. There are days when I feel like I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything no, at like all. Because like. we are like, we have been trained to do something all the time. Like don't waste time, like do something all the time, like growing up also. That is what we've been told. Like, do, but the thing is not doing anything and just sitting idle. Like, you know, like in other terms, in the meditation state, like, like, uh, like I'm just trying to define meditation, you know, in a different way, like not doing anything, right. Is actually doing something like in a sense that is much more powerful than doing something. Yeah. Like we have not been taught that, like that is my biggest, uh, like in a sense, we can't be, we can't be taught that 
also i think no you have to it, you know even if not being taught uh, meditation we have always been told to do something like you know kid to to keep the ball rolling in our lives like we have to do something all the time like if you're in 10th bro uh, you, you you'll have to study well for 12th so prepare well so study hard when you when you come to 12th like that's a turning point in your life like you need to study well so that you'll get a good rank and good college when you go to college study well you'll get a good job so we have always been like uh, like framed to do something all the time like which i am not very happy with like why do we have to do something all the time no if we want we'd go insane also don't you think so no see that we will know when we are not we doing anything we have something to do we'd go insane also don't you think don't you think that all the spiritual people were called out to be insane by humans possibly but <laughs> that type of insanity i'm okay with so whole big world out there hmm. but all in all what i want to tell is that yeah we can think about a lot of stuff but end of the day there are rules that i think we should fall back on to a lot of times we find ourselves you know like we people say that oh i was in like a really bad state this one song helped me through this like you know this one song i used to play it on loop and loop until i got out of that phase so like this one song helped me one way to look at it would be like hey what are you telling like but it's actually true that song did help them and we've it's had okay. yeah yeah and it's happened to us as well where like some song helped us get through or like some movie or anything some book which you read so like there's nothing short of religion too there's nothing short of god like that song was like a god to me because it guided me through that phase or whatever no i, I and also uh, one important thing is a key to happiness if someone need has to be happy one key thing is living in the moment you know like that's very hard to do like because either like you are constantly living your thoughts and you, and you're suffering your thoughts like you're you're suffering from your thoughts it's really hard to do like when i'm talking to you i am talking to you like if there is one thought of me if 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 one thought is going on like what will people uh, react to when i'm saying this or like what are my body language like if i if if there is something going on in my mind that means that i'm not living in the moment like i'm not so like if you're living in the moment i don't think that you're ever going to be sad that's exactly what karmanewadi karyasthima pleshu kadachana is do your duty like being and doing your duty is your duty that's it yeah staying in at the moment is that and that's why i said it's almost impossible for humans to be just in the moment yeah like it can be like like i gave an example of if i wish happy birthday i i'll have some expectation that they're going to wish me back to if i if yeah. she's if she's my mother like my mom i expect her to do something for me and like she expects something from me as well yeah it's very rare like you know yeah 
people are like oh, i'm Not just going to take yeah yeah it's impossible we always it's dude it's yeah being just in the moment and doing just that is super hard yeah you're a brahmin right vaishak um yeah i've been, <laughs> been raised uh, yeah, raised as a brahmin so so even i have been raised a brahmin too and one of the thing that i don't like about okay i'm not categorizing this entire community of people like most of them whomever i have seen there is a sense of entitlement when it comes to like like you will know something when you realize you don't know it right like you're going to mm-hmm. learn something when you realize that you don't know it but here since these people like read a lot of uh, uh read a lot of upanishads or read a lot of spiritual uh, content they feel that they know they know it so hence they are not willing to accept a different version of spirituality or a different way of doing things you know what i mean like are you understanding what i'm trying to say like do you feel yeah. that too i i feel that that's present in some shape of form in all communities not just one yeah true true right uh, yeah yes so because that form of like when we look back at our how hinduism was back in the day which was brahmana kshatriyas vaishyas and shudras right so each particular category had their own like stuff they were meant to do that in this brahmins technically are just supposed to know brahmins that's for like brahmana and brahmana is like basically the one who knows the world as well as himself enlightened yeah. yeah so their duty was just knowing the knowledge it was they're not suppo- they're not meant to be rich if you look at lot of stories brahmins are damn poor then we are beggars brahmins are beggars we are, our duty was only in, to in, teach in a way yeah no it's it, that's a, that's our duty like we don't earn, like brahmins are not supposed to earn they're supposed to either do puja at the temple teach people just impart knowledge gain knowledge and impart people. knowledge impart knowledge to people yeah yeah that's it that was the job and after that they used to go begging for arms so like they take a cloth yeah. go to each house and each house they put like one pav akki like one rice they used to put yeah. or flour or something like that that used they used to come back home and get their daily meals with that right do you have heard have you heard the story of sudama and krishna yes that's my favorite story going up Yeah, Sudama is a Brahmin, and you we know how poor he is. That's how things are, right? Can, can we can then, we just elaborately talk about like the Krishna Sudama story because that's my favorite story ever. Yeah, go ahead. So how do you remember it? So I remember this story because uh, so grandparents like my grandmom like every night before we used to tell us this story. every night like some like some different story every day so uh, like one day like she told me about this krishnan sudama story so where uh, krishnan sudama were friends and they used to go to same gurukula right 
they used to go to same and they were best friends best friends there and then so once they came out of gurukula they both they, they both took a different path in life like krishna went out to be uh, a king or something or a kicking maker or something and then krishna Sudha, like krishna by caste is a yadava which is a kshatriya kshatriya yeah and they they are meant to rule they're rulers so obviously he is going to be rich and sudama by caste is brahmin and he is meant to be poor like I mean, that, I, that, that i that don't know karma. if he is meant to be poor but i think no, that whatever meant, he did for a living kept him poor no it's that, that's why it's called the caste system right that's your karma like yeah yeah if, yeah maybe if you yeah, choose yeah. this karma you're meant to be that way you can't exactly. be you can't if yeah so like that's how they define communities back then like yeah that's so if you are if you are this you like if you are a vaishya you are supposed to know how to handle transactions know about money you are you are the merchant you know how to sell how to bargain hmm. how to conduct transactions krishna was if a yadava shudra yeah krishna was a yadava which is a kshatriya right and hmm. like he is a ruler by birth by definition he is a he is a that's his karma which is to rule to fight to be a warrior hmm so yeah that's why he was obviously rich in his own palace in his own palace and sudama was and then, yeah. uh, poor right sudama was poor and sudama's Dirt wife poor. Wo- yeah yeah sudama's wife worked that someone else's house as maid and then she used to get food she used to bring food to the table and uh, so one day uh, they were at so much of a uh, problem like financial problem that uh, her wife suggested sudama to go to krishna like krishna is in such a good position in life why don't you ask him for help like financial assistance like he he's your friend like you can go to him and then sudama no, was like, like you can like, imagine you can yeah. imagine like the wife talking right like yeah. hey, like your 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 best friend is so rich and look at how well he is doing you can obviously go and ask him for help right like yeah. and sudama always be like no 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 my friend very hesitant like, yeah friendship and like this should, you should not mix both of these things no yeah. no i'm too shy to ask him and then like, yeah and then like do, after her her uh, pestering him for like days together then like he finally decided okay i'll go and then like yeah and actually sudama when he went there there like krishna was like oh sudama my best friend they had like a great time like b- before that me. before that there's a huge part that you've missed there like that is that when sudama decided to go ask krishna for help sudama's wife gave gives him a, a handful of uh, uh, like what savlaki called in english uh flattened rice flakes oh like yeah. poha yeah poha flattened rice flakes or something so she gives that to sudama and she because the the philosophy being when you're going to meet your friend you shouldn't go empty handed like that's the philosophy being there so he takes that and when he goes to krishna like this is a very this is the part which brings tears to my eye like every time my grandmom told the story is that the guards outside krishna's palace they don't so when sudama goes there and he he asks those guards to let him in like he has to go see krishna and the guards will laugh at him he's like look at you 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 look like a rat and then you think that has to believe that our krishna was your friend and then sudama says no like we are actually friends like we grew up together like we are actually best friends 
you please go tell him my name and then the guards like they they push him and they're like don't waste our time just leave and then he was so stubborn they, the, the guards are so annoyed and then one of the guard goes and he tells krishna that some guy called sudama is out and then when krishna hears this he runs he runs and he comes out he he takes his friend he makes him sit on the throne krishna washes sudama washes krishna washes sudama's feet and then he like they both have such a feast they, 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 they both eat well like they they have such nice meal like they have fun they laugh, so, they laugh like, krishna's like you know like oh you got my favorite avalakki like krishna's favorite food is avalakki no 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 before that like, part before that part after eating such a huge meal like such a fancy meal sudama is very hesitant so krishna yeah. asks okay like did, did 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 you bring something for me and then sudama is like oh like he's very hesitant and then krishna asks again like did you bring something to me and then very hesitantly like sudama is like krishna like you're so rich like can you imagine like what's going on in sudama's head and then when yeah. he takes out like krishna actually like he becomes happy is like oh you you bought my favorite fruit like you said and then he uh, he take like oh he take a fistful of uh, poha and then he puts it in his mouth he takes twice or thrice and then sudama leaves without asking krishna he still like yeah he still doesn't have the courage to ask him for anything no, it's not about courage it's the friendship like no, it's, when you like it's really hard to ask your best friend for money like it's yeah it's, it's courage only uh he didn't have like asking for ask help him. is it's, it's no asking for help is courage so you need to be in, very in brave to ask ask for help yeah Nick, sort of so? sort of but sort of sort of yeah and then he didn't he doesn't ask that uh, like ask krishna self and when sudama gets back home and like when he goes to a home like he sees a beautiful building like 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 big house and then he thinks that okay like this is not my house and he moves like he he he, he changes the direction like he moves on to a different house and then his wife comes out of the house like wearing like really good ornaments and he's like like we are rich now like, like this is a miracle <laughs> then like every time i cried because like my grandmom like like that interaction between the guards and sudama she used to act it out in a way you know like she used to tell that story like like she used to be like sudama like she used to put that like full sympathetic voice she used to be like i'm krishna's friend like let me in and then and then guards be like full rude and then my grandmom used to cry and i used to cry with her oh and that's why this yeah, is this is a story like i remember for and i will definitely remember it for a long time in my life and the second favorite story is sugriva and rama's story the killing of wali that one killing of wali yeah like killing of wali like that's wali vade wali vade we watched that yakshagana performance wali vade do you remember i was not there i was not there but yeah, yeah you left but i watched it and and even while reading valmiki's ramayana also this was one of my favorite part because wali was very strong like if 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 ravana uh, sorry if rama uh, if rama took help of wali okay for all those people who don't know this story like, like to give a backdrop wali and sugriva are brothers 
and uh, like they used so, to rule the uh, should i like tell the story yeah 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 go go for it okay we have a yeah, storyteller tell on the show we have storyteller <laughs> what am i doing here yeah so like uh, like before like the con- like to end our talk about caste and stuff is that like traditionally if you look at those things they're like they've been designed for a reason but later as time progressed we human beings we suck we corrupt everything and we make it a version of <laughs> we suck yeah we 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 like i think we're the shittiest uh, organisms on this planet human beings are the yeah, worst yeah i think so too i think so too yeah we're the worst dude like we're the only people who cheat we're the only people who no even monkeys manipulate. do even monkeys do Did you know that? Okay. Okay. Like I'm going a little bit off track here. We'll come. We'll come back. Vaisak, if I move off track, like you remind me to come back to this story. So okay. th- th- there was this experiment where they introduced money to a monkeys, which were in a lab, and when they introduced this concept of money, like where you give this money, that is when you get like chocolate or like food or something. They realized that monkeys started. Um, there were uh, they started attacking other monkeys. There were. criminal activities can you believe <laughs> yeah there was prostitution there was prostitution i was surprised i was surprised so who invented so, money <laughs> who invented money you were so neither yeah yeah but like yeah like i felt it was interest like the, the, like all the stealing of money like the cheating so monkeys started doing that when money was introduced yeah like that's the story like coming back to the wali vade yeah so like all of this exists and like we corrupt stuff we change things to suit our own mm. versions in politics we see that happening all the time where we manipulate religion into you know certain things or like getting certain reactions out of people so yeah i mean so it, propaganda it it's a yeah but like if you uh do take the time to actually study about religion you won't be disappointed it's not that you yeah. it's you won't be like you know let's say you yeah don't understand a particular religion if you take time to study it you study will it, know yeah. why it exists yeah that's the whole so thing. yeah and that doesn't exist in today's world like we have opinions without doing our proper research or thinking about stuff or straight up on instagram story no <laughs> proper research about it and Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll come to one. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll 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 like present like a really grim version of it. I'm I'm not gonna pre- I'm gonna present the Valmiki Ramayana version, which is like a very true. In Rama Charitra Manas, it's like more like Rama is the hero type of story. That is so like the darker versions of it are left out, right? So, Vali and Sukriva. are the two uh, brothers of uh, they are the king of the vanaras vanaras are the monkey uh, kingdom right so vanaras are the there's the monkeys who be seen the ramayana and vali and sugriva they are like best brothers they are like so friendly with each other like they are like the closest of brothers and uh what happens is uh Vali and Sugriva, there's some uh, one demon comes and he starts terrorizing a rakshasa. I forgot the name. I'm sorry, but the rakshasa comes and he starts terrorizing the village. 
which is their kingdom, the Vanara kingdom, they start terrorizing it. And then since like Wali is traditionally the king of, uh, he is the king of the Vanaras and Sugriva is his brother. So Wali goes and Wali is this great, like, you know, he's this strong he's really warrior. Strong, yeah. He's like the best warrior on the planet. Okay. So he's like really good. And he says, we're going to fight. Uh, I'm going to fight the Rakshasa. I'm going to fight the demon. And when they're fighting the demon, they go like he, he, they both, uh, discover the plan that I'm with, I'm going to go inside this cave. So that I'm is where the inside. Rakshasa used to reside. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go inside the, inside cave, the cave where the Rakshasa is. Close this with a boulder. No, close it. If you hear me scream or if you. No, no, no. He says, he says, close it with a boulder and I'm going to fight. If you see blood coming out, like know that I have like died or like, I'm going to give you a signal, know that I've died and then like, don't ever open it. Hmm. Right. So like Wali like patiently waits outside the, he's like, they've closed the cave with a rock and so, uh, Sugriva is waiting outside. Wali is inside fighting the Rakshasa. They're in the cave. Lord, like weeks pass by and after a time, like he sees blood coming out of the cave and Sukriva immediately assumes that Wadi is dead. Like my brother died. Right. So he panics and he goes back. He doesn't Instead open the of, cave as instructed. Yeah. Yeah. So like he, he was not instructed. It's just that like he assumed that his brother died. And instead of being the right brother, you know, like if your brother died, you'd be like, you know, I want to at least check and like open it, go inside. Right. That's what you would do. No, he doesn't do that. He comes back to the kingdom. He marries Wali's wife. He starts ruling. He indulges in all sorts of kingly activities, right? Which is partying, merry, all of that. Then Wali comes back and he's like <laughs> covered in blood and he's angry looking at Sugriva. Like Sugriva married his wife as a brother who that's, that's one thing that they, you know, no, don't I think tell in stories. No, that, yeah. Yeah. They, they don't tell that Sugriva married Wali's wife. They tell that because they, they present a version no, that Sugriva no, no. is good. No, no. See, the thing is the, 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 the reason why, uh, Rama supports Sugriva is because he was, he stuck to his ethics. It was Wali who, who, who kicked Sugriva out of the kingdom and then married Sugriva's wife. Yeah. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey. Like that is what is written no. in Valmiki Ramayana. No, I'm not kidding. Like I, I remember this because this is one of my favorite stories. So hey, when really? Sugriva, yeah. When Sugriva assumes that Wali is dead inside the cave, he, he's actually sad that his brother is dead. And then he comes back to the kingdom days pass. And then since his brother was the king and he died, then Sugriva comes to the throne and he starts ruling the kingdom. And then, and then so Wali comes out of the cave. He's like, you fucker, you, you wanted me, you left me dead inside the cave. And then, uh, so actually Wali misunderstands his brother. Like actually he thought that, uh, Sugriva willingly uh, left Wali in the cave so that he'll get the kingdom. But the truth was Sugriva actually cared for his brother and he thought uh, for real that Wali was dead inside. And then when Sugriva, and then when Wali comes back, seeing Sugriva rule the kingdom, he goes nuts. And then he, he kicks Sugriva, like, like he tries to kill Sugriva 
that is when sugriva runs and he hides in the forest and yeah. then and then in the forest he sees two people walking rama and lakshmana walking and he sees hanuman hanuman was uh, sugriva's minister right sugriva's hanuman was sugriva's minister and sugriva sends hanuman to go check who is these people who these people are maybe wali sent these two people to find us and kill us so then hanuman goes in disguise and he asks those two men rama and lakshmana who are you both and after knowing that this is rama and this is lakshmana and then hanuman with like he offers his respects and he he takes those he, he takes rama and lakshmana to sugriva and then sugriva offers his help then sugriva says i will help you bring uh, ravana uh, uh, down and i'll help you bring uh, sita from lanka and then uh, so then sugriva asks for a help in return like he says Uh, that see like this is my problem like my brother has kicked me out of my like kingdom like he's trying to kill me he married my wife and uh, like yeah so this is so and so so and so so and so and then since wali and sugriva they, they they both were twins like are you googling the story no no i was but i gave up listening <laughs> now yeah so uh, when so when rama uh, says that he is willing to help sugriva to bring to bring wali down and give his kingdom back to sugriva he agrees so then wali uh, then sugriva goes back to the palace and then he uh, he he uh, what is this terminology like when you uh, like d- during fights like you call out the other person and then you uh, try to challenge yeah you try to yeah challenge this some other word i was looking for but yeah we, we can go ahead with challenge so he goes in front of the palace and he challenges so wali him like you like come out of the palace let's have a fight right now then wali is like oh you come here out there i'm going to screw you and then wali like wali comes down they both fight and then rama is waiting behind the bushes to to pull an arrow on wali but these two are twins so rama doesn't yeah. know like who, to whom to shoot and then uh, like sugriva runs back and then he comes to rama and like why you didn't help me and then rama will be like you both look similar yeah, sugriva like he gets full lit discount batta hai sugriva like full bleeding he comes and like rama like what did you do like you you, you let me suffer and then rama says you both look same like, okay next time you go wear a garland and go so that i can identify like i can differentiate you two <laughs> Sugriva is like this time pakka no like this time pakka help me and then, and then Sugriva uh, and then Rama is like yeah I'll help you again Sugriva goes back again he's like oh Wali come down let's see we'll put see and, and then Wali will be like oh again you came like you 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 your brain is still not fixed okay now I'm gonna kill you for sure and then Wali comes down and they both are fighting and that is when like Rama shoots and hits. wali and wali is down and then then rama comes and then he says that uh, rama so 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 there was this incident where uh, wali's son he was actually bold so what wali does is he goes he gets ravana he ties ravana and he will uh, so that his son is entertained 
Ravana will entertain Vali's son. So Vali is that powerful. So he could bring Ravana. Like, like Ravana was scared of Vali. So when Vali lying on the floor, he says Ravana that, bro, if you would have come to me for help, I would have bought Sita. I would have just asked the Ravana to give Sita. Like he would have give he he would have given Sita to you back at my orders. But you 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 supported this weak guy like who is not even strong to support himself. And then Rama says the reason why I supported him is because he was being ethical, like in a sense. So like morals, Sugriva always stood for his like he was a very moralistic person. But whereas Vali like he wasn't like that. Like he married Sugriva's wife. So then Vali says I'm a monkey. I can do whatever I want. Like I am not a human. Like all these values are for you humans. I'm a monkey. I can do whatever I want. So that is why Rama supports. So this one thing was always in my mind. Rama supported Sugriva because he was being like moralistic or ethical. Like that hit me. Like he had an easy way out. Had if he supported Wali. Like he went to Wali. He went to Wali for help. But Rama stood for moral. He appreciated morals. Like he so. Like Rama as a character, he displayed idealistic human character. Yeah, like but like what I'm also trying to tell you is like Sugriva was not like you know, he's not like he's not an ideal person too. Like each person has his own flaws. No one is perfect. Yeah, true, true. Right, yeah. and I think somewhere like I I remember like this was maybe like that was on a different reason of Rama and maybe. Yeah, like why why Vadi was so angry was because of Sugriva. Like Sugriva was literally partying, and Vadi also had his own flaws and stuff. No, like, but he was not the right person. I have a question. So if you think that okay, so if if Sugriva left Vali inside the cave and he comes out and if he married, okay, let us um, like I'll go forward with what you said. So if Sugriva married Vali's wife. Then it is Sugriva's fault, right? Like Sugriva, like Sugriva did something wrong there. Then why would yeah. Rama support Sugriva? Okay, to come back uh, come, uh, to answer that, Rama also also was also not a perfect person. Like he didn't trust his own wife at a later point. No, no, no. See, the... see, see. That's one version. Like that is not. See, like when you look at all these stories, like we take it. So there is another contradiction where people like I, my friend, like they say that Krishna is a lover. Like he, like, like he was uh, like flirting, or he, he he was having affair with so many gopikas, and you call him God. Like so, so, so I, I've had friends who said that it is not that. Like you're seeing one fit. Like there is a reason to to why it happened on a on a grand scheme of events. So Rama did yeah. not to not. that he he doubted his wife like if he had that doubt if rama uh, doubted his wife then why would he come all the way to lanka like he knew that ravana took sita right so he knows that he knows that sita is it ravana's place then why would he put all the efforts to go there and then be like oh i doubt your character now like that is not that no, is- uh, that happens later in like the palace where like Yeah, after Ravana is dead, everything. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So there is a reason, like why Ravana did what he did. Uh, oh, so, sorry, why Rama 
uh, did what he did he didn't want people to he didn't want people to uh, question sita's character or he didn't want people to uh, uh, see sita differently once they go back so that is when he makes sita take that agni parikshan not because he is doubting her because he don't want people to give shit to sita for that yeah but later like after they come back pregnant sita goes to yeah, i ashram, i am right? not educated on that aspect of it like maybe like we can do this like on later podcast like we we can get back together on this again so maybe like i'll i'll educate myself on that particular incident but i believe it's the two things like belief faith i i have a belief that like i have seen incidences with respect to mythology that there is like one incident there is a reason to why that is happening where you have to come back zoom out on a grand scheme of events you have to see the, like ravana the, the, the reason why rama came as human being is because ravana he gets a boon uh, so, sorry he gets yeah he, he gets a boon from shiva like ravana he is a devotee of shiva like he was meditating so hard that shiva grants him a boon he says bro ask ask whatever you want then ravana asks no man on this planet no yeah yeah like no god no devatas no angels can kill me so then shiva grants the boon then who is left humans right so humans only can kill like because ravana took that boon so that is why rama comes as a human being yeah that's the, that's the reason why rama comes as, so ravana was like also like the perfect human being there's yeah, a version so of rama yeah, there's, there's a version, a version of, of ramayana which is written as ravana yeah. as the hero where like ravana like he gets rama in like handcuffs and ravana forgives them you so know there is one true. story there is one story so okay so zoom back to like all these mythological stories are, are very interconnected with each other so coming back you know vishnu right vishnu so vishnu uh, outside vishnu there are two dwarapalakas who are uh, the gagain of jaya the, vijaya jaya vijaya so jaya and vijaya they are guarding vishnu's door on uh, they're like, called dwarapalakaru like, yeah dwara yeah, means watchman. door and palakaru yeah watchman basically so then a rishi comes there when vishnu was sleeping inside so then we, yeah these jabija will not let him in so then uh, he's like no vishnu is sleeping i'm not going to let you in so that is when the the rishi like he gets uh, irritated and he gives he curses those two men he he's like either you uh serve three janmas as uh, uh, as a hater of vishnu or six janmas as a lover of vishnu so then these two people be like i i cannot stay away from vishnu for six lives so they they take the other one like i am ready to be a enemy of vishnu for three lives so that i can come back to him soon i am not going to wait for six lives so that is when these two jaya vijayas reincarnation is ravana like like you know um, bhakta prahlada story where the narasimha avatara comes hiranyakashipa so so in those two jaya, 
Vijaya's Hiranyakashipa? Jaya Vijaya? They were Hiranyakashipa and Hiranyaksha. Hiranyaksha. Ravana and Kumbhakarana. Kumbhakarana. And the other one is Shishupala and Dantavakra. So like, they're the Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Vaishak Dhat. So like, they were the, that is India. Crazy. It's fun stuff. You always love mythology, man. Like, like even yeah. our last play was, I played Bhima. <laughs> I was Bhima. And uh, Vaishak Dhat was the director. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I get first, like, I, I get, like, stories. And they're told, like, really well. I get fascinated. Yeah. And that's why, like, Kumara Vyasa is my favorite author of all time. So, like, there are... These two, all both of them happened when I was in school. So there's like these two, uh, you know, stanzas which he has written. One which was in our play, where yeah. you know, uh, Dima assures Draupadi, where he says, na, uh, where he, you know, he says it's in Kumara Vyasa Bharata, his version of Mahabharata. Like you know, I'm Mehu Parvata ke tikki vritti ni. That one. Yeah, where he says like you know, uh, where. God. Jeez. So much backstory like to I, give, no? No, 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 no. I just, when I think about it, it's literally goosebumps. Yeah. When he says, like, when Draupadi comes and asks Bhima for, like, you know, I, please help me. And then, like, when Bhima gets so angry and he goes past that point and he says, like, I don't care about anyone. Like, if, I'm going to help you, Draupadi. Yeah. Like, if someone says, Oh, Bhima did some bad thing. I'm going to like destroy them. Like I'm if gonna the rub gods their come down, face. I'm gonna rub no, like their face. Says, yeah. I I broke my brother's command. I don't care anymore. Like if someone comes and says that, you know, Bhima, you have done something really cru- cruel. I'm going to kill them. It's That's like the beauty of the gods. Yeah, like it's it's hyperbole, but like when he says like if the gods themselves they come down and they tell. I'm going to rub their face to the, you know, the walls of the mountain. So like that one, that there thing is, gives me goosebumps. You actually get the tone of it when you are reading yeah. that. Like, and like there's a, there's another part where like, you know, uh, uh, the wall, the wall of Kurukshetra is just about to begin. And then like, you know, Krishna as he's like, you know, he's a mastermind. He knows that uh, Karna is Draupadi's first son. Mm. And he's not like different that. So like what Krishna's tactic is like, you know, he'll go to uh, Karna and be like, you're actually Draupadi's first son. You're actually a Pandava. Come join our side. Mm. Right. And then like, how can you kill your own brothers? That's what he says. So Karna makes a promise that I'm not going to kill the Pandavas for my mother. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he says that. So that's a that's a beautiful story on its own but like at the end he says he basically he says nanu pandavaranu muttala like i won't touch them but i'm going to like destroy everyone else there's one line which kumara vyasa writes he says karna says nale gautana vaitu bharata like he says tomorrow will be a feast for kali like that's how i'm going to kill everyone like <laughs> That's how, that's how I'm going to destroy everyone else. Look at the metaphor. But Nina, yeah, so it says, Nale Gautam. Yeah, it's, 
कुमार व्यासा इज कॉल्ड उपमा लोला और रूपक साम्राज्य चक्रवर्ती there is something about but metaphor man like our whole mythology it gives a context by comparison to something like that's when we get the intensity like kali avatara yeah. like when you like you have a image of kali avatara that like dark full blood like red background and then when karna says that like you just said that tomorrow is going to be a feast for kali you your mind takes that reference of kali and puts it here and that's the beauty man like it 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 forms yeah. here look at the writing yeah wow. so good oh so this that that way of writing. and you know why karna still doesn't support pandavas even when he knows that krishna uh, like even when he realizes it's, it's, that it's his he, loyalty he's very to loyalty Duryodhana. towards duryodhana and so this reminds me that i've been reading this uh, geeta interpreted by paramahamsa yogananda you know who paramahamsa yogananda is right paramananda paramahamsa yogananda no so he is a yogi so he has his own interpretation he wrote his own uh, meaning of bhagavad gita like like explanation of it so in that he beautifully writes that कुरुक्षेत्र धर्म क्षेत्र कुरुक्षेत्र आर बॉडी इज द धर्म क्षेत्र कुरुक्षेत्र एंड देर इज अ कॉन्स्टेंट वॉर हैपनिंग इन विद इन अज विद कौरवाज एंड पांडवाज पांडवाज बीइंग द फाइव फैकल्टीज ऑफ ऑफ आर बॉडी लाइक द चक्रस इन आर बॉडी so each chakra represent one spiritual aspect or philosophical aspect of human being so what he says is this pandavas like uh, he he says that uh, he compares these five five pandavas to elements five elements the ether air earth fire uh, water what's the other one earth you told earth yeah it's 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 please ether, don't leave my air, water pinky hand and uh, <laughs> दुर्योधना and he says what duryodhana actually means in sanskrit like different meaning it means if i'm not wrong material desire like king of material desire so all the kauravas represent one one negative factor like literally says like he literally mentioned and it makes sense and all pandavas represent the five faculties and there is always war happening it's up to so he says when the day ends think like introspect and then say Uh, come to a conclusion if pandava is one today or kaurava is one today so this brings me to karna like this loyalty so sometimes so karna represents one particular positive aspect of human being like i don't remember what that is but he says that if this positive aspect like it is very loyal so it's up to you if you're going to keep it loyal to a negative force or a positive force so like karna was 
a very selfless person like if anyone came and asked him for something he would just give it away straight away right so like krishna disguised himself as like a brahmana and like karna was born with kavacha kundala which is like an armor and like these earrings like that's like his protective that's his gift from god right so like krishna becomes disguised as a uh, indra sorry indra comes disguised as a, a brahmin and asks because indra arjuna is indra's son and he obviously does not want arjuna to die so like indra comes and like he asks like can i get that can i get your armor and this karna without thinking he just gives it away so he comes in disguise of as who as, as a, a brahmin like as a helpless as a, Yeah, Brahmin means beggar. Like we have spoken about, it. it's like he comes and and, he, and then like he just straight away gives it. And Indra is like Indra is fascinated. Like you know, God. there's a reason why th- th- there is a spiritual connotation with begging also. Like you are taking negative energy from the people. Like you are taking away the negative energy from the people. You know, so Shirdi Sai Baba, like he used to go begging. Even you give him feast, he'll still beg. You know why? i'm taking negative energy from you and i am nullifying it so that's the spiritual connotation here like brahmins they are so knowledgeable they are enlightened species back then not now <laughs> but uh, no in stories yeah in stories which were real that, that that's what i believe so they took the negativity from people so yeah so then like indra like he's fascinated like what a selfless lad and i feel like you know sorry for doing this him so he gives him his lightning bolt which is like the most powerful weapon hmm. if you use that you can he can kill so like karna saves it just for arjuna right he saves it just for arjuna i'm not going to use it anyone but then bima has his own son called gatotkacha <laughs> that fellow he, he's ha- imagine like bima himself he's like this big powerful like you know Look at he me, has bro. I son. played Bima. I played Bima. <laughs> so Bima is like this powerful guy. He has a son with a Rakshasi. So imagine how that fellow will be. His son, Gatotkacha. He's like he's this a... massive, powerful, uh, you know, demon. He's like, like this, half Rakshasa, uh... half man. Yeah, it's like uh, the Marvel character, like Avenger. Yeah, like he's this ultimate, and then he starts like you know. When the Mahabharata, like when the war starts, Gatotkacha like rampages, like he <laughs> destroys the Kaurava army, and then like Kauravas, everyone to Duryodhana, all of them come and like, Karna, please use the lightning bolt on Gatotkacha, please, please, otherwise we are gone. So then Gatotkacha, like, sorry, is killed by the lightning bolt. Oh shit! So yeah, so that's how Arjuna is alive, right? Otherwise, Anjana wouldn't have made it. You know, like you said a few minutes back, that uh, we human beings are so imperfect. Like, like even uh, like all these mythological characters, even they were imperfect, right? So, uh, like when you look at it this way, like when you look at all the Pandavas, which represent a certain aspect in human being, like as I said, which is written uh, like like interpreted by Paramahamsa Yogananda. it makes sense like because even your positive sense of forces in your body like they tend to do negative stuff sometimes like even if you're not intended to like sometimes okay imagine like 
your positive thinking or affirmation might keep you in uh, denial or something like that so there is always a negative effect to a positive emotion too so now looking at that way like even arjuna they were imperfect imperfections bhima they were imperfections with everybody they were imperfections put with context to something so yeah like now when you say that it makes more sense to me yeah i think we should be critical of our heroes as well right if we don't then like we're not learning i mean we i know uh there's a point in all of these stories which is even the best of like the best of the best heroes they have their own negative qualities like yudhishthira truthful as never is the most honest person but he's a gambling addict but he's a gambling addict arjuna he's such a no see powerful if- warrior all of that but he has an affair with chitrangada and like his son babruwahana like he he doesn't own up to that like he's like a deadbeat father there right rama when like after him being like that he's rama is like uttama purusha like he is like the ultimate the best quality a man like the best a man can get gillette ambassador he is but like he is the perfect version of a man yeah but then at the after like at the later stages how he treats sita shows that there is something wrong in him too and Maybe, we yeah. choose and we choose to worship and idolize them despite their you know uh, and that's what makes them real we are yeah, choosing true. to that and like karna he's the perfect like there is not one bad quality in him but he chose the but, wrong side He, he he chose the loyalty to give to the wrong side like that's how is yeah. how is loyalty a wrong thing and at the end he does he is not victorious see even the goons right. have loyal like all the dons they have loyal loyal people working under them but that doesn't mean that they are being right right like do you know what i mean no like, in his head when like pandavas they were like karna oh you're like this you're the son of a charioteer you're the low caste that's and yeah. that's when yeah that's and that's when duryodhana like chose his friendship and he saw him as an equal and this he is the childhood him. this goes back to childhood right their, so their childhood yeah even draupadi right like in her swayamvara when like they had to shoot a fish uh, this thing when karna comes and he just picks up the bone arrow dropri like chi suta putra like i'm not going to marry a lower caste karna just keeps the bow down and he doesn't even try he just walks away karna is as good yeah. as an archer as arjuna okay? no better better actually no only is as good ekalavya is the only one better than arjuna okay okay like i heard somewhere that karna is like better than arjuna yeah okay okay so yeah so karna is the perfect character in my opinion at least because no karna like, might krishna... be the uh, like perfect see i understand that like when when they like pandavas were young like growing up like during gurukula all that uh, uh pandavas looked down on karna because he was low caste but actually he was their brother so after like during the kurukshetra he thinks of all this and then he 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 doesn't he still supports duryodhana because he duryodhana when we they were young like he supported 
them. But when you see Duryodhana, oh. what Duryodhana did to Pandavas was not right. Like, like gambling. Right. Yeah, but you choose to support wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. that, that is he's, where the loyalty. He's willing to. He's willing to see the good side of Duryodhana, and that's the point. It's not because he and like he knows that if Krishna, if if obviously. If Krishna is on the Pandava side, they're going to win. And Karna knows that. He knows Duryodhana is wrong. Despite mm. that, he chose to be in their side. It's not that, it doesn't mean that he knows Duryodhana is wrong. And it's not, it's basically, it's not loving a person for their bad qualities. It's loving a person despite their bad qualities and looking at their good side. So it's not like Karna liked Duryodhana because he was bad. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. When loyalty, when like I'm taking the emotion loyalty, when you take loyalty and you support on the negative side, then this positive force as acts as a liability is what I'm trying to say here. Possible. Hmm. But what led him there was not him trying to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And even... And even Karna was killed in an unfair fashion. Like his chariot yeah. got stuck in the mud and he couldn't remove it. And that's when Arjuna killed him. Not in like one-on-one fight. Right? So there also life was unfair to him. You know why like, Krishna is the God? Like, like when you, like I have seen this video of Sadhguru. Like I was very fascinated by this character, Krishna. Like when I was reading Gita, much more, like I was very fascinated. Krishna, Rama, they're all considered to be incarnation of God, right? And uh, and he also says, like Paramahamsa Yogananda also says that he uses this term, it's called Christ consciousness or Krishna consciousness or cosmic consciousness. So I believe, so I am at a stage in my life where I believe that Jesus Christ was an incarnation of God, just like Rama, just like Krishna. Just like every other, like just like Buddha, just like every other incarnation. So every religion, there's only one religion. Like we are just looking at different aspects of it. Okay, so so coming back to my point, I was very much fascinated by this character, Krishna. And this Sadhguru beautifully says that Krishna represents a multi-dimensional characteristics of God. Rama or Buddha or or you take any any character like any incarnation of god they represent one dimension of god whereas krishna he represents like multi dimensions of god so that's why he is considered to be like like an all rounder type yeah like krishna is like what can you say he is the most realistic god like because he was born like you know the yugas the satya yuga Treta Yuga, Dwapara Yuga and Kali Yuga, right? Hmm. So like as from Satya Yuga, Satya Yuga was like the purest time. Hmm. Satya Yuga was when like uh, Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha happened. And like that was uh, the avatars of Vishnu back then were uh, uh, Kurma, Varaha. Satya and Yuga, Satya Yuga was so good that only two Rakshasas, like when they came, they took all the <laughs> attention. Of like all the negative attention. Yeah, yeah like and like Hiranya Kashipu, Hiranyaksha, they were the ones then. Mm. Hiranya Kashipu wanted to, you know, abuse Mother Earth or whatever, Bhumi Devi. 
and uh, Vishnu appeared as a, a boar, which is Varaha Avatara. So first is Kurma, uh, first is Matsya Avatara, then it's Kurma Avatara, then it's uh, Varaha Avatara, then Narsimha. Right? So like in these four things, Vishnu is first a fish, then he's a turtle, then he's a turtle or a tortoise, then he's a boar, and then he's half man, half lion, Narsimha. This is like in tune with Char, uh, you know, Darwin's yeah. theory of evolution. We started in water and like slowly we started coming out of land. Then we were like land mammals, then we were half animal, half men, and like just pay attention to this, right? So then like when this was happening, that was Satya Yuga and like humans, it was so true because Matsya like ushered us out of this is in uh, Matsya Avatara. The story is exactly the story of Noah's Ark where like, uh, there's like this big flood oh. all over the uh, uh, world. And like they collect all sort of like animals in like one boat and they come out of this age. It's like the end of the world ushering, like we're ushered into a new one. Hmm. Right. So then when he comes out as a fish, uh, he guides the world out of that. And next is uh, uh, Kurma which is the churning of the ocean for like the elixir. You would have heard of that story. Yeah, yes. So like, look at that, like fish to amphibian, half, mm. like little bit on water and then land. And then it's boar. Boar is like a, it's an animal. Then Natsima, Hiranyakashipu story is half man, half animal. Then it's Vamana Avatara. Vamana is Human. the story of him and by, uh, yeah, it's, 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 he's a dwarf. Vamana is a dwarf. Vamana is dwarf. Humans yeah. also. So we were also dwarves. Like we were also short creatures when evolution was happening. Then that story with Bali that happens. And, uh, next after Vamana is, uh, uh, Rama, right? So like when this Vamana, this is Satya Yuga. So Satya Yuga was like the purest age. And that's why like gods are gods, like they are the truest version because animals are really pure, right? Do you mm. see like any bad qualities in animals? Like if you look at a dog, for example, like, do you see a bad quality in a dog? Like, despite how you treat it, it's really loyal to you. It's really affectionate to you. So like when we are at our lowest or like when we are animals, that's when we are purest and we stick true to our intentions. Then as humans started coming, that's when like we started getting all of these, you know, all these, like I spoke about this evil. And we were given intelligence basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then Vaman and like it's Rama and Parshurama. And, uh, after that eighth one is Krishna. So Vamana is five, six and seven is Rama, Parshurama, Parshurama. And this is Treta Yuga, right? So Treta Yuga is the second Yuga where like, as intelligence started coming out, evil also started increasing. And then Dwapara Yuga. And in Dwapara Yuga is what they say, like the last gods exist then. Like after Dwapara, it's Kali Yuga. And in Kali Yuga, we are in Kali Yuga right now. And gods don't exist now. So in you know, Kali, uh, Dwapara Yuga, evil got out of hand. And that's why Krishna had to come. And, Krish, and then what so happened was Krishna's own kingdom, Dwaraka, their very own people there, they were like getting so, they were so arrogant. And all of that happened. So like Krishna had to destroy his own Dwaraka and like that city is underwater now. So like the gods ended then and then now nine, they say the ninth avatar is Buddha avatar. So Buddha is an avatar of Vishnu and 10th one is Kalki. 
Kalki avatar is like the one who's going to end this and like, well, like that's yeah. what yeah that's what is uh, you know sai right <laughs> hi sai if you're listening to this hi <laughs> so uh, sai uh, recently has this interesting thought he says that so there is this concept right that we all go to hell or or something like that so sai has this interesting thought where he says that what if this is the hell like what if this is the hell and we are at the most bottom like in the graph if what if we are at the bed bottom of the evolution or like consciousness basically and what if this is the hell and we are just trying to go back to heaven or a state of consciousness or like god basically and uh, i didn't pay much attention to that particular point and and few days back it actually hit me like what if we are in hell right now and we are just trying to get back get conscious or get spiritual conscious and go back to god or go back to uh, heaven or go back to that consciousness so when i say god like is this a cosmic energy like i don't i don't see it as and even like paramahamsa yogananda even he says that like he doesn't say that vishnu murti is the ideal god or no like it's just cosmic energy and every other uh, inca- like is just incarnation of that cosmic energy is this just a manifestation incarnation is basically a manifestation of that energy and then i was like wow like what if we are actually in hell because see we are we are experiencing so many vivid emotions negative emotions like we are suffering we see suffering and we 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 become happy when we define what happiness is and then anything down below that is sadness and we are becoming happy just so that we can define what happiness is and then down there we are sad don't you think in a way that this is the hell uh that's one way to look at it and and another way is this is heaven what we are living in right now is heaven on its own like you know ricky gervais right who no ricky gervais the no. comedian creator of the office like he's in like he's oh, a very okay. famous atheist okay like he like goes and talks about atheism all the time like how god doesn't exist it's like he's like a very big atheist there are atheists and there are people who tell like who actually uh preach atheism like he's one of them like oh. said, and like when yeah like basically like he's a very famous atheist and like they ask him like why don't you believe in god and he says like if you look at this planet like how beautiful it is like how the purity in animals like dogs how beautiful our oceans are how beautiful you know uh, our forests are like if you see that that itself is so pure and heavenly that like i don't need god i don't need heaven because this right over here is heaven what if this is both heaven and hell like this is in and hell like like what if vaishak you are at a such a spiritual consciousness state that see <coughs> when you see sadguru or when you see any yogi for that fact they are always at a constant bliss that means heaven like you see some people who are always grumpy who are always who are who always look for what they don't have in life 
like i have seen people who always complain like they don't they, they don't look at stuff that they have they always look at stuff that they don't have what if they are in hell like here here like what if this is both obviously you know i think that's i think that's the think most that's, that, realistic that, explanation yeah yeah i don't think that there is a special place where you where your soul goes after you die like oh heaven like where everything is like there is a unlimited food buffet there's angel playing music here i don't think anything like that is like this or hell where everything is red it's burning there's the flames all around and you get to fry in oil i think it's <laughs> like just see i think that heaven the concept of heaven was created so that people are motivated to do good in the world that's what i'm that, that, that's what i feel to, to for that motivation factor and hell was created to 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 fear to create fear to scare people so two ends you know like one like one is uh, like a dog yeah, obviously food is hanging and it's running behind that or or, or if it stops someone from the back is beating it just so that it moves forward so yeah like we have created these two concepts yeah that, that that's what it like i told in the beginning right like they they're all rules to keep us safe like I still Keep don't us. think it's rules you know like I don't I don't know why I'm not liking the sound of rules like I don't think those are rules no like there are rules which yeah that very fact that it's bothering you is a testament to it no right? see right if i come and tell you no like if i tell rule you immediately you feel like it's something that's you know repressing restricting you you don't we don't think of rules as something that are, that that's liberating yeah but see I, now my definition of what rule is or how i pursue rule shouldn't change like that is not defining my spiritual state right definitely like you can make your own rules you can live by your rules and those rules are bound to change over time as well you know right what? like you know what i think actual spirituality is nothingness like nothing like no opinion no uh, no pre Uh, occupied thoughts no memories nothing it's just like a state of nothingness like you know why i'm saying this everything like the concept of rules that you're saying like every single thing it is restricting the like the mind from Uh, no, you, i'm telling you that you think it's restricting like you need to think about yeah, that yeah that's what that's what that's what That's what. Why is why is the world rules like irritating you so much? Yeah, that's like, what. If because I have created, I have created a definition which is negative. Like it's my creation only. Like I'm accepting it. So how if like if I have no definition of what rules are on a plane? If 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 I if I was on a plane uh, terrain, then I would take it without any strings attached. Like I've already created a. a perception of rules in my head which is negative so that's why yeah, i like not, yeah I look think about saying. it like rules are not something that are going to repress you or like you know restrict you take away your freedom no they're in fact going to do the opposite they're going to give you a more freer and more liberating life i'll uh, tell you why what, what is one rule what's a rule don't cut your nails on the when it's night time 
I can obviously break that rule. I cut my nails during night time only. I don't care, right? But there's I, a I reason. I know that like it's there's a reason why it's a rule. And if I follow that, I'll have a more happier life because I'll have a more proper routine where I do it in the morning, and like it makes more sense. No, there's a connotation to it, like the negative energy, like all that. Yeah, continue. But no, that is again debatable. You can argue and. all of that is there yeah yeah it it, it it it's a belief ultimately choose, yeah. yeah ultimately what i'm telling is having these rules as alex having something to fall back on to to guide you will actually liberate you even more yeah, see, i mean like it's going to guide i i like the sound of guiding lines or something like they can be like a guide rather than rules like yeah about like the see rules it's much more like i have realized why i'm not liking it like i'll tell you why rules sounds so uh, uh like restricting because i'll tell you why hinduism is so vast it's so vast that like everything makes sense like it's or like everything has a reason like when when something become rules you tend to follow it even without knowing it like you don't get to question like for example like if there are government rules you don't get to question the rules so you you get to follow the rules i mean you do Good get to question. question i mean you can question but the mode is not like very peaceful so what i'm saying is uh, with hinduism like there is a reason to it like it's a it's a it's a lifestyle like li- all religions fact- are lifestyles all religions are a way of life It's, it's just a, that you haven't explored no, okay, all of okay, them okay, in okay, the same okay. way. No, no, no. See, I, I, I'll tell you why I, other religions, why I, why I uh, specify Hinduism to be a way of life is because, okay, Bible is what pe- Christian people refer to, Quran is what uh, uh, like Muslims refer to, right? So they talk about how humans should live, or how. like how to uh, progress in like life all that like birth death like like they do that but hinduism both of them no 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 like it's my opinion so uh so when it comes to hinduism right from like from the type of utensils to use to like what type of house like you build it's way it's an education like it's not a religion like it's so so that's why i have defined it to be a broader like religion oh, because, like, because it, have, talks have, various, ex- it talks about various it talks about various aspects of life you you have explored hinduism more so you feel about this the same true, way, true, right? true, true, maybe maybe other yeah, true. religions other religions also there's so vast maybe, so yeah, true, true, true. It, it like bible like about you know like i'll find my strength through the strength through his strength there like all of these quotes There's like so much true, in that true, as well. Yeah, true. In every every. Religion, I do not. Right? I I I do not disapprove Christianity or something. Like I I I do know that they talk good. It's just that people have interpreted in a in a way that they think same in the day they want. It's like I'm telling, ideally, all are ways of life, and they're all rules and rules. Like, don't get so irritated by that word. Rules are not something that are going to restrict you. They are actually liberating. Right, there's actually something that guidelines allow you to have a fuller. It's going to yeah. allow you to have a fuller and freer life, right? You know, it's that's a contradictory statement that you're making there. 
what rules are going to help you have a fuller life without exactly. restriction the very like restrictions fact. yeah the, the, it's it's a it's a mental thing dude i <laughs> need to think we need to think about that like that's what psychologists have been like you know studying a lot right like the, if you look at the best societies in the world like the ones that flourished they had like really good rules and like the ones who stuck to their rules are the ones who were really successful all that said and done is that you you can choose it and later through life you can obviously misconstrue what has been said and like you know even in our even in hinduism there's like a lot of misinterpretation lot yeah. of manipulation on my second podcast like uh, abhilash uh, sir uh, like we had him on the show and uh, so we were talking about this interesting aspect of questioning our ancestors like it's about knowing what you're doing why you're doing like, like like for example when they say like like in hindu festivals when we do a certain thing there is a reason why we are doing what we are doing and the f- people don't know why they are doing what they are doing and they say that no you shouldn't question our elders told and we are following and you are supposed to follow and that is when our younger generation like they ru- they lose grip on it like elders like that is when people like they categorize like like i have spoken these exact things on that podcast too like question to learn not to prove your intelligence no but like even if you question and you you know disobey them in a certain sense no if you, you question to learn question to learn exactly but what i'm telling is even like if you question it and you can like ultimately you know create a rule for yourself right uh, a, a lifestyle what kuvempu yeah what kuvempu says is like he has something known as the vishwamanava concept which is like the universal man like mm. free from all religions like mm. humanity as as one mm. so you can there's a lot of ways to think about spirituality and this thing man listen to there's also like like along with spirituality i think there needs to be a sense of practicality as well like let's say you're a very spiritual and devoted hindu mm-hmm. and like you never eat non veg right but then your work for forces you to be in like another country maybe dubai or maybe america or some place there where it's <clears throat> where in such places it's extremely hard to be a vegetarian yeah maybe like think think you're in maybe china you go to china where like it's extremely hard for you to be a vegetarian yeah. there you have to adapt your spirituality into something that makes sense like you still can't be like i won't eat non veg there right if you do that like you're just no you know what you know what in ramayana you know that vatapi story yeah vatapi so vatapi jirno bhava they are like they say that is because there were these two rakshasas so what one guy used to do is he used to kill the other rakshasa he used to chop him cook food he used to he used to invite uh, like sages and he used to feed them and what the, and once the food was digested mm-hmm. and the vatapi he used to like tear the sages stomach and used to come out and i was thinking sage ate meat sage ate vatapi that sage was a brahmin and if he ate vatapi that means sage ate non veg 
during see rama went to okay rama was kshatriya right rama was so back in the days like when i was reading this valmiki ramayana this this version like this book said uh like back in the days sages used to eat non veg like it he doesn't specifically mention that sages used to eat non veg but he tells a story and in that like the, like there comes a scene where sage used to eat like sage ate something i'm like bro, back in the days people used to eat i don't know like people defined that brahmin shouldn't eat non veg or this particular community shouldn't eat non veg true like if you eat non veg like your like onions or garlics like that will affect your um, uh like vocals like when you or your um, like what's it called like you have to enunciate the the shlokas right like that will affect the enunciation of it of the shlokas so hence you're not supposed to eat makes sense but people used to eat like that's what i read i don't know like how far it is true but uh, yeah like right now it depends on see kshatriya rama used to eat non veg like rama went to Bro. hunt the deer think about our gods rama is a kshatriya yeah krishna is a gola which is a yadava they are like they are cowherds yeah no he grew up so, cowherd but actually he's so no, yeah his his karma is is a cowherd like that's so his see, he, he he was born his parents w- were kings like in a sense uh who's this uh, whom does uh, krishna kill devaki and uh, yeah like his his so, origin parents oh, it's fine yeah okay no but yadavs yadavs by caste they are cowherds that's I their know, that's yeah. their duty right so krishna ishwara he's a he's like a karmansha right he's wearing yeah. animal he's like, skin he's like he has Agore, a snake no? around his yeah like he's like i, I don't know like, i don't know how to define shiva man he's very his dimension is very different yeah like but look at him like he's so pure despite he's wearing animal skin he has a snake around his neck yeah right so that's like we're this that's what i wanted to tell like we're choosing to worship them despite their this thing you shouldn't deny the the bad things like Vishnu no it's not and, bad uh, it's not bad like that's like of, of course it's bad but it's like we're looking choosing to look past that and learn from that yeah so like vishnu and brahma had like a fight for like who was more powerful right they both of them like think there are gods and they had an ego battle and then shiva came and told like yo what is happening yeah like you you're supposed to be gods and you are behaving like this so he cursed uh, vishnu and vishnu had to you know uh, come down as human and all of that and he plucked brahma's brahma had initially had five heads 1 2 3 4 5 he plucked the center head out and he told you never be worshipped that's why we don't have brahma temples yeah and so shiva, shiva also like has a curse shiva also has a curse that you will never be worshipped in your true form so that's why we worship linga yeah, yeah. you know so, what you know what these are all gods these are all not god like these are all manifestation of god like like these are all okay see look back look back look back look back to the big bang theory or whatever like when you go back in timeline of how we all came here into existence from molecules or atoms to whatever thing 
there must be one thing right that must have yeah yeah like there must have been one thing i'll tell you why like i'll give like i'm going to give another statement and then i'll get back to this so every action that you was for example me lifting this hand are you getting a phone call okay no no i have another call but yeah we'll end in like another 2 minutes yeah sure but i can take yeah fine go ahead yeah so um so like me lifting this hand like there is an electrical stimulus that is happening like there is there is some signal that is being passed in my uh, in my neurons or something and that gives signal to my hand that i need to lift but that but that stimulus where is that originated from that is originated from thought it seems like i read this very interesting thing that is so a very thought that you need to move this hand will generate that stimulus that gives signal to your hand and hence you lift your hand so that is why thoughts are very important like thoughts become action they say that right that's very literal so people a lot of people don't know this but like like a basis of that chemical reaction like a basis of that uh, that uh, neuron to give signal like just and then look like this hand moves happens that so similarly like uh, like the earth before it was fully formed or whatever like the evolution go back to timeline there must have one tiny thing or some molecule like everything like that from that everything evolved that tiny particle how did how was it how, how did it come into how did it come into existence that came into existence by the manifestation of the universe you know how oh your thought yeah like okay. that universe manifestation is so this is one thing that i believe like it's very interesting to believe and i be- believe this too hence like every god or everything god is a, like like a very direct man- manifestation of that universe you know everything is a manifestation so uh, i saw this uh, you know picture where uh, uh two hands like you know they were uh okay man went and you know uh he met god right man went and he met god and he told god i'm so glad i'm finally getting to meet my creator and god said same to same like we have the same feeling i have the same feeling <laughs> <laughs> right so like you're telling the manifestation of something is the action of it yeah right and the action is what causes the manifestation don't you think so like like further manifestation okay okay like I, I, i'm 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 going to step back and i'll try to process what you're saying before i blab like, something the universe exists because it wanted to exist that what that's what you're telling right no universe was there constant like it's going to be there it is there its manifestation okay. was a certain like like all this existence was the manifestation of the universe is what i'm saying like this whole existence came and that universe is what i think is god or or like like it's just like yeah like like when everybody like yogis when they meditating or something that state that they reach is just the like when they look inside is just that okay i'm the part of the universe like i'm just the universe manifestation like i'm actually nothing 
like like this body is doing like see we we both talking it is just happening like there is a thin line between you doing something and something happening to you if you think about it so me talking to you is happening you talking to me is your doing but that is happening to me like that makes so, sense yeah yeah why should that has to go teach people no, now no, i have to no i have another call then after that like yeah you're a busy man now <laughs> no no nothing like that but yeah okay i feel so yeah hey all in all yeah, thanks good conversation like thank you, you spoke about this. so yeah even i was not so expecting much. this i was not at all expecting this no like what what, what were we thinking we'll talk about theater no, or something no i no see like, yeah No, like I didn't have anything in my mind at all. I'm like, I'm gonna get Vaishak. He's an interesting man. <laughs> Let's see where it goes. Like th- th- that's how all my podcasts are. Like maybe I'll have a theme, like a little bit of what I might talk. Even I don't know if I'm gonna talk about that. But like, yeah, it happens. Thank like, you, Vaishak. Yeah, we spoke about this. spoke about so much, and like, yeah. uh, I wanted like put it out that like I'm not perfect in any way. Like a lot of mm-hmm. like. we we told a lot of stories right hmm. uh, those stories are not like i i'm not going to guarantee like they're the perfect versions all like you should read those stories on your own and come to your own conclusions and like a lot of things why i think if why sir don't worry i'm going to yeah. add text if you want i'm going to add text at this particular <laughs> time whenever the story is happening all the facts that have been stated <laughs> it's up to it's up to you if you want to take it seriously it's just our opinions yeah. so like what, what i'm telling is but like, i think my, yeah, like, the people who are watching my podcast are smart enough to know right like i know that people yeah. are smart like so like it comes from a sense of my understanding and it's i'm not telling it's right or it's wrong it's just that this is how i am at this point like and i will change too definitely no no yeah like fun time and thank you so i don't know dude, like if you, if, if if you have to edit some parts out edit it out and make it like on uh, clean crisp <laughs> no man i'm not going to edit anything it's going to be straight up raw because people should know like it's not perfect and there there has to be some perfect imperfections so i don't know like how much i'm going to edit or how much i'm going to so like we spoke of so much and like i think we we made a lot of mistakes at like some points it's okay man it's all it's it's all the process it's all the process i get it fuck I it know, but it's okay no, like, but who cares along with that along with that like there's a feeling that you should only talk if you're 100% sure about nah, man, it and it's okay it's sankarshan joshi trip so uh, welcome and you and it's our conversation and uh, that, that, that's the and if people find it interesting i'm glad and if people don't find it interesting then i don't know so too bad <laughs> yeah you're missing out on life if you feel my conversations are boring just kidding and it was a good show for the people who have come this far thank you so much for listening this is sankar sujoshi signing off with this far as in i don't this know what's the, what's the time what's the time two hour two and a half hours this is the longest podcast ever Yeah so someone's okay. knocking at my door someone's knocking at my door right now so yeah. this sankarshan joshi is signing off people thank bye you vishak bye
A Sankarshan Joshi trip.